The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSB 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20 group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. In this day and age when texting has become the new norm, why is the old-fashioned telephone still a powerful tool? Mike Townsend, the owner of Townsend Strategies, a sales coaching and leadership coaching business, explains why in this episode. This is a can't-miss interview, so let's get to it. Hey, you know, today we're going to talk about uh, using the phone to uh, close the sale. And, and you know, you're a big advocate of, of utilizing the good old-fashioned telephone as a proactive sales tool, why? You know, in this day and age, texting has become the new norm. Uh, digital communications through phones and computers become the new norm. But why? Why is the good old telephone still a powerful tool? That's a good question. You know, um, we have a couple of clients that utilize texting and email, but um, everyone knows that um, something is missing uh, when. Uh, you, you, you text someone or email someone. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion, uh, tone, rhythm. Uh, it's hard to ask questions and get an immediate answer, you know, when you text someone. And so it's, uh, and it makes it more of a commodity, makes the, it, it, it uh, doesn't decommoditize, which is what we try to, to uh, teach our uh, salespeople to do. We try to get them to build value, but it's very difficult to build value through a text message. Right. Right, because again, you're you're missing that that human element, tone of voice, and uh, inflection, and and emotion, and all of those things. Um, you know, most of our most of our listeners probably still field, hopefully field, you know, dozens if not hundreds of calls during the course of the week. Um, what what are some common mistakes that tire dealers make? when on the phone with customers, when that telephone initially rings? Well, a lot of times in a training meeting, we'll ask the question, uh, who is the most important customer or prospect? Is it the person standing in front of you at your counter or is it the phone ringing right beside you? And, and we get a, a very large number of people will, uh, will respond and say uh, the most important customer is the one in front of you. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not the right answer. Uh, the one that you don't have yet is the most important customer. And so some of the mistakes we see is just in prioritizing, you know, answering the phone within three rings, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the person across the counter and uh, acknowledging them and, and getting kind of a, a nonverbal permission that you need to grab that phone and put that person on hold uh, and then get right back to them. And so, uh, we see that as the most common mistake is they are flippant about the uh, incredible opportunity that someone is calling them. That's one of the largest buying signals you can get. They're reaching out to you by means of a telephone and you have an opportunity to do uh, what uh, Proverbs says uh, that 
that the tongue has the power of life and death. And, uh, you know, there's been some companies who figured that out, that they can use words, the right words at the right time can impress people and really work on the subconscious to, to, to connect emotionally with the customer. They have a great opportunity because we, we get customers all the time when, when we've uh, adjusted greetings, for example, just the mm-hmm. greeting process on the telephone. We, we hear examples all the time of how customers go, wow, that was professional or wow, that was different. And so you surprise and delight people because it's so refreshing and it's so different. Yeah. And haven't we all been in a situation like that? We're in a retail establishment. We're talking to a salesperson. The phone rings and suddenly it's like we're not there anymore. Uh, and you're, you're in limbo until that, that salesperson gets off the phone. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really important point, right? You can't ignore the customer who's physically that's right. standing right across the counter from you. Yeah. Uh, you, have to, you have to manage both. Um, you know, you, you, you're also a, a very uh, big supporter of establishing rapport and a sense of trust with callers right away. What, what are some effective techniques for doing this? Well, the, the main thing is giving them your name and, uh, and asking for their name. And then, of course, calling them by name throughout the call. Uh, we, uh, you know, I, I, I was on the phone with one of the best uh, call centers that you could ever talk to is Zappos, uh, the shoe company, you know, sells shoes online. And they've got, uh, you know, there's people that will go and tour, used to before COVID, would go and tour their uh, call center and just, and just, soak in some of the culture. And uh, I was on the phone with them uh, last week, actually, and, and uh, the person actually used a greeting that we've been using in some of our uh, clients. And uh, it was just very personable, very professional, and uh, helped me connect emotionally to the person that was on the other end of the phone. I had no idea they were sort of a uh, leader in that area. That's they are. That's, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, another another issue that our, our listeners might deal with from time to time is uh, uh, controlling the, the conversation or, or maybe uh, in a softer term, managing the conversation with, with the caller. I'm, I'm sure there are lots of opportunities to get way off track and to uh, to which probably would lead to uh, extreme difficulty in in uh, reeling somebody in and closing that sale. You know, how important is it to guide and manage the conversation? Well, any, the, tech, any techniques or advice there, Mike? Yeah, well, the, 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 you have to have a process and uh, you have to execute that process with each customer every day, every time. Mm-hmm. And without a process, you know, they're going to control nine times out of 10 because these guys at the front counter, they've got a tough job and yeah. they're, they're having to, to juggle a lot of cats, you know, they're, they're in, uh, we like to call it the whirlwind. So they're trying to manage this whirlwind all around them and they've got a lot of moving parts. So that they might be standing there grabbing the phone with a couple of customers in front of them, uh, a, uh, a parts guy standing there waiting for a signature and a, and a general service tech asking about a question on the Honda Accord that's in Bay two. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they may be the only one on the counter because their buddy's either in the bathroom, you know, their, their coworkers in the bathroom or he's uh, gone to lunch. And so, oh, that, yeah. so, so it's very difficult. So they, they have to have some kind of process and, and but that will make those people in front of them feel special, but also make the person on the phone feel special. And, uh, 
if they can execute that process, then uh, even if their dog died that morning, most customers will not know that they're positive and the person on the other end of the phone is trying to help them to solve their problems. So it's, it's, the process is so important. And, and, it's, uh, and it has to be non-robotic. You know, we don't mm-hmm. teach people to be robots, mm-hmm. but we do give them keywords and phrases that will help much like the uh, my pleasure of uh, some of the, you know, the, 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 the Chick-fil-A people. But the, all of that's intentional and it has to it, and it's there for a reason. You know, organizing words at the right time, at the right place and in body language in front of the customer. See, the, the customers in front of you in the showroom, someday they're going to have to call your store. Mm-hmm. And they're judging you based on how many times you let it ring and how you're engaging the customer on the phone. Mm-hmm. You can actually use the phone to impress the customers that are standing there in front of you if you do it the right way and have a process. They, they could also be comparing what they're seeing and hearing to past experiences they've they've had with you, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and you've, you've always championed having a, a organized, well-thought-out strategic process to follow, not, not just when answering the phone, but in every facet of, of running a tire dealership. Um, so this, this certainly underscores what you've said in past episodes and past articles that you've, you've written for, for MTD. So, you know, where, if, if a tire dealer or if a listener looks at, at his operation objectively and says, you know, we could do a much better job of, of uh, interacting with customers on the phone and, and closing the sale, uh, where, where would a, a person like that begin if they want to get better? Well, you know, if, if you uh, don't have a phone system that uh, records uh, your calls, you, you're really missing out. Uh, you can have uh, someone, um, you know, there's several vendors that, uh, that we've used uh, to, to call and mystery shop, but it's, it's not the same as a real live call. Mm-hmm. And most, most of the coaching calls that I do with uh, counter salespeople uh, they grade themselves. You know, we, we give them the process. You know, it's uh, if you remember the old overlay projectors, I think we've mentioned this in the past. It's you take what the, the norm is and what the standard is, and then they hear themselves. And I'm telling you, it's, it's huge when they hear themselves mm-hmm. because we hear a lot of silence sometimes on the phone. There's there's commentating. And it, the, what they don't understand is on the other side of the phone, the customer is sitting there thinking to themselves that this person is very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to have some way of recording calls and listening to calls. So that, that's, that's, that's a, you know, without that, then you're never going to be able to improve or help someone improve or coach them to improvement on the phone. And today, most people's phones, uh, if it's a uh, IT based phone system an internet phone system, it's very easy to get a third party or even get your phone system provider to, to, uh, to provide that service for you. Any other techniques or, or practical uh, methods, Mike? Well, yeah, you, you, uh, you, you have to understand that uh, that phone is, um, uh, is there to, uh, to help you grow your business, you know, that it's just as valuable. And the person that's calling you, is indirectly telling you, I want to do business with you if you will show me why I should do mm-hmm. business with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they still have to, uh, you know, they, that, that, that sets the stage for a perfect sale to happen. A person's reaching out to you 
Mm-hmm. They need information. If you can provide them with enough information and convince that person that to, and valorize what you do, mm-hmm. not just commoditize it, but valorize it. And many times um, these guys on the phone, they get in that whirlwind that we mentioned earlier and they, uh, they just give a tire size and a price and then they're off the phone and that's yeah. it. There's, there's no opportunity for follow-up. So, you know, in, in your, you know, you have to capture a phone number and you have to get a name, uh, you know, and you have to create a opportunity to follow up on that. You know, uh, last week I was with a client and I spoke to a customer the day before and she said that she was going to, uh, she was going to, uh, have to talk it over with her husband. And I, I'm like, that's great. And when I said, that's great, I called her by name and then I, uh, uh, let her get off the phone. And, and the next day I called her back and uh, closed the sale. And so I used it as a, as a, uh, a reactive tool when I answered the phone, but I also used it as a, as a proactive tool when I called her back and, uh, and made the sale. Had I not called her back and left it up to her, we, we may not have made the sale for, for, for our client. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we do, uh, we, we eat our do- own dog food. You know, we can, we can, uh, we, we do what we say and say what we do. And so we, we actually get involved with our clients in the process and show these guys, um, it's not easy, but it's doable if you have a process. Mike, you've also said before, you know, the, the idea is to make the, the customer feel like he or she has been served, mm-hmm. not necessarily sold. So when you're using the phone to to ask for that order or, or close the deal, what's, what's the fine line you have to walk between, uh, you know, getting that, that purchasing commitment or that appointment from the customer uh, versus uh, going overboard and, and maybe coming across as too aggressive and too too pushy, which yeah, I think you, would pro- probably be easy to do. Once again, if, if you're, you're in that tornado, you're in that whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's simple. You have to give the person some options. You know, we, we prefer a good, better, best. Uh, and then there's about 10 different ways you can ask for a commitment without making the person feel pressured. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and uh, it's uh, if they know you're trying to help them and you ask the right questions on the front end, other than just a tire and a size, which is 90% of the guys on the phone, that's all they ask. What's your size? Mm-hmm. And, and literally the person on the other end of the phone could have gotten the same information from a website, pricing tires on a website by entering mm-hmm. the size and then picking certain brands. But if a person is skilled on the phone, they can use it as a way to build trust and it, it accelerates trust quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you accelerate trust in the first 50 seconds of the phone call, it's easier to ask for the business at the end of the call without making that person feel pressured. And that's huge because uh, if you don't do certain things on the front end of the call and you ask for the business at the end of the call, which by the way, most people don't ask, they never ask for commitment. Uh, The person on the phone will say, well, I'll let you know something. Then the person says, okay, just let us know. And that's it. Conversation's over, phone is hung up and the guy goes back to the whirlwind. Uh, we teach people to build trust quickly, accelerate trust on the front end. And then when you ask for the business, it's not pressure uh, type asking. You've already trial closed throughout. You've already found out what they need. You already mm-hmm. found out what they want. You build value in that, uh, in the body of the call. And three, three minutes and 29 seconds later, you know, you have a commitment and you have an appointment for a person to come in for their installation. 
And, and, and you, through your company, Townsend Strategies, can teach dealers to do this, to accomplish this, to close the sale after, after building that trust as, and rapport. As long as they want to learn, uh, you know, and that's a big deal. You know, we, we've, we've played calls for people before and they thought it was good until we broke it down. But mm-hmm. as long as they are coachable, yes, we can, we can help people do that. Any other thoughts, Mike, on, on using the phone as an offensive tool to, uh, to, to uh, secure the sale? You know, I, I've seen it uh, used uh, incoming and outgoing calls. Uh, you know, I think um, you have to track. It helps you track that, that IT system. I can't emph- emphasize that enough that you need to have a phone system that records calls. Uh, it also helps in conflict resolution when you have done something wrong, and we all know that happens. We make mistakes, but uh, there is an asset to having that uh, phone recording system uh, where someone calls in and they've had an issue and they're venting on the person on the phone. It can help that person not to have to repeat that story again. If mm-hmm. the owner or the general manager has to get involved, they can listen to the call and then they can call the customer back and uh, resolve the conflict if, if the employee didn't resolve it. But uh, I, I think the main thing, uh, the main advice I would give somebody is have a process because the process won't fail where many times we as humans will fail. That sounds like great advice, Mike. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks Thank for you sharing for your, your experience and your insight. This is all great uh, stuff. That, that I'm sure are, are, will be of great interest to our listeners. And, and we look forward to having you back on the Modern Tire Dealer Show very soon. Thank you, Mike. The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSB 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20-group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. To contact Mike Townsend, Feel free to email him at mike at townsendstrategies.com, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. We'll talk to you soon.